0: What's up, everybody? It's IBS Jesus coming at you guys with the first episode of our IBN Weekly NBA Podcast. As always, when you're dealing with two African-American hosts, we have technical difficulties. We got scheduling issues. I don't know where my boy Corey is at, but I'm 100% sure he is on the way. Uh, In the meantime, actually, I think he just called in. He's Promptly one minute late. What's up,
1: Corey? History, man, I'm not about to call right on time. Y'all got me messed up. <laughs>
0: hey, look, man. It's funny because I'm trying to set it up to where I could put it in the group. And, of course, there's always an issue whenever we got a post in the group. I'm putting that in right now. But, hey, look. Let's go ahead and get into it. And oh, we're enjoy. doing it
1: better than anybody else alive.
0: Boom. Let's go, baby. What were your thoughts on the NBA All-Star Game. We could start with the uh, controversial dunk contest.
1: What's the controversy, man? Got, people got to stop doing it. This is why I hate the public and why y'all are peons. Because <laughs> if Aaron Gordon would not have lost fairly to Zach Levine the last time he was in the dunk contest, the dude lost. Like, people sitting there saying, think that having the best dunk means you won the contest. That's not what it means. He lost to Levine and people were scoffing at Lamine doing windmills and, and between the legs from the foul line thinking it's the same dunk. Like, you go try to do that. It ain't the same damn dunk. And then he lost to Derrick Jones. Like, he had the best dunk in the contest, but he lost. The dude, like, did a push-up on the dude's head, and then they talk about he jumped over him. No, he didn't. You know, puts up on that man's head like he should have lost. He didn't win, and everybody mad at Dwayne Wade. Like, what you think Dwayne Wade supposed to do? If me and you were in a competition of any sort, Allen, and I don't know the other dude, and I'm supposed to vote. Guess who I'm voting for? What like, you mean? Know, I don't know, man. See, you,
0: you People can't excuse Dwayne about Wade, topics. man. Look, they had a plan. It was a design plan for it to be tied, and this dude's. I don't know if he intentionally did it or what, but he tricked it up, bro. He was supposed to put a 10. He put a 9. Like, come on, man. And I'm not going to lie. I don't see how Aaron Gordon lost, bro. I'm sorry. I I think he got robbed twice. I mean, Jones did some good dunks, but, like, my man jumped over Taco, and then he two-handed. You got to give him some credit, man. That should have been a higher score. He didn't jump over nobody. He He jumped through him. He cleared him enough. He knocked him down. He had to duck a little. all
1: right. Dog, dog, that would have been a charge if it happened in the game. <laughs> I
0: mean, that kind of looks like how Taco plays defense sometimes. Anyway, so uh um, So
1: Dwayne Wade, but, Dwayne Wade's supposed to have alliance and not and not vote for his man, the dude that look up to him. That's his man. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: supposed to do what he's supposed to do. That's what they paid that no, fool for, supposed- man.
1: He ain't getting no money.
0: <laughs> Man, I'm sure they had to pay him, bro. You seen this this tour he has been doing lately, bro. He's not talking for free. He not Man, talking what on the that real for thing.
1: He's he riding with the team that retired in Jersey. what he look like?
0: I'm saying yes
1: to, He's to in Scotty Chicago,
0: Pittman. bro. He should do the right thing. He's supposed to be in his hometown. He done ruined it for the fans. These the same Chicago people that he supposedly represent when he go out on the court, he done let them down.
1: I ain't never seen nothing about the way you're being from Chicago. I ain't never actually heard the way you say nothing about Chicago. It's all the NBA propaganda. Where did he go to I school Derek Derrick Rose, he went to Marquette. Nah, where did he go to school in High school. We know where Oh, oh I don't do know. I mean, All these dudes went to Simeon. I know Jabari, I know where Jabari went. I know where Derrick Rose went. I don't even know where sorry old Benji Wilson, who won't nice at all. I know where he went, but I don't know where he went.
0: Hey, my man said, uh, with a. Derek Rose said, I ain't never heard of him. I heard of the white boy, though. I ain't never heard of him. That's cold bloody. That's real, though.
1: That's That's cold bloody, man. (laughs) All right, right, keep keep it a buck, keep it a buck. You know around that time that Wade was coming out, everybody had the high school jerseys, of all the players. You know where Carmelo went, everybody had the Oak Hill joint. You know we where Braun Braun went, everybody had the Saint Mary's joint. What high school Dwayne Wayne went to? Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they caught my man up in an urban legend. This is either <laughs> jacked up the uh the scoring to the dunk contest. Man, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk too much about Dwayne Wade because we'll end up talking about his daughter, and then people gonna get mad. We just got the show started.
1: Yeah, we're not just so canceled. Yeah, we can't get canceled that yeah.
0: quick. Three point contest. Let me go ahead and say I like the format. Now I like the whole idea of the of the green ball. Um, I had Buddy Hill. I uh, in a little bit of gambling perspective. We had Buddy Hill to win it. Uh, I was seven and one when I played it, or whatever. Um, I mean, I I thought it was a good competition. I was. Somewhat surprised that Devin Booker just. I mean, but he's he's so competitive. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But I am somewhat surprised that he came out as hot as he did. I mean, any other competition where he doesn't have Steph Curry and, and probably in this case those extra three point shots, he probably wins.
1: I mean, he he shot really well. Yeah, I mean Booker can shoot. Like um, Booker's not like a shooter though. Like I I had Healed and Bertant Those were my guys because it's just yeah. like. When it comes to standstill shooting, that's their thing. Booker's a shooter, but, like, he's a better offensive player than all of them. So, yeah. I mean, it ended kind of how I thought it was. Buddy's been amazing from three, like, the last year, year and a half. So, yeah. I mean, the three point contest is usually good. Like, um, as much as the old heads don't want to admit it, like, the skill level of NBA players these days is just off the charts. These dudes don't miss. Yeah. Um, Hold
0: on for a second, man. I, I don't know if Ben's going to say something later on, but I, I, like I tell people all the time, it's really not me with the background noise. My wife and my son are the worst, bro. The worst. Um, so if you hear talking in the background, I apologize. Um, it's, it's very faint, but I'm trying to get her to shut up. Anyway, um,
1: <laughs> the format I know how for future the,
0: <laughs> the, <laughs> the format for future references is... Uh, it's gonna be sweet. I would I would love to see a Clay or, or Curry, uh, with that extra that extra shot in there because um, I'm pretty sure they would hit that consistently. Hell, even uh, Dame Lillard, who's got pretty good range as well. I would like to see him in there too. Um, I'm not gonna talk about the skill competition because I don't think the skill competition goes to the most skilled player anymore. They need to change the format. Um, I'm hating on Bam because I didn't pick Bam, but the actual game, the actual game itself. The last quarter With the 24 points uh, Which is um, obviously a tribute to Kobe Bryant But the last quarter Was probably The most exciting basketball I've seen In a very long time For the simple fact that Cats won't get in calls It was like playoff basketball For however many minutes they were playing And The best against the best Although the teams were kind of lopsided But the idea of LeBron and, and Giannis going at it, Giannis going at it with AD. It was literally Giannis versus everybody else. But um, what were your thoughts on that last, like, maybe five minutes of game time?
1: Yeah, like, that was, like, beyond playoff intensity. They said that there was zero fast break points the whole fourth quarter. That's mm-hmm. crazy with those athletes on the floor. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was really cool to see them play defense. It was really cool to see everyone switching. Like, it was basically like it was pickup basketball. It was no help, one-on-one, lock your man up, what's up? Um, and that was great. That was just great to see. Like, it was a different level of intensity. It was a different level of pride. Um, I do have my concerns on whether this scales once we get past and, like, win it for Kobe, like, represent him with the, the how hard you're playing. I do wonder about that, but as far as like pure entertainment, this was a really, really, really good all star weekend. Yeah, and and I gotta say, it was like a pickup basketball
0: game until this lame Kyle Lowry was out there taking charges. Which I mean I guess if you play if you play at some IMCAs, there's always that one guy that just does too much. But um outside of him taking charges I like the intensity. I like the, the drama. I felt like it was genuine. The guys really wanted to win. I mean, they throw the kids in there to to get that sentimental feeling, but them dudes won't care about them kids, man. They just wanted to win. And um, I thought that was great. I hope next year Giannis is smart and takes AD away from LeBron um, <laughs> and then those two just dominate. But uh, I, I thought it was really, really interesting with the game on the line essentially how the dynamic played out with who was going to take the shot, who was going to win the game, and I felt like at the end, LeBron kind of took the aspect of, maybe I need to actually use my team, and I mean, they had Kyle Lowry on AD. It wasn't the first time that they had that matchup, and it, and then he finally just passed it to him, and, and Lowry like pulled him to the ground, but the whole time I was just screaming, like, Giannis can't cover both of you. Spread him out. Let Giannis check you. Put it in the post to, to AD. He can score on everybody else on that floor, easily. It was just a bucket
1: anyway. There's some weird weird stuff happening. I mean, one of those possessions, Harden took a step back three. I'm like, I mean, it it was almost like none of them really cared. Kawhi took a contested three with two people. Like, it was like they were just taking turns because, like, as much as LeBron is great when it comes to, like, a final shot, he's not necessarily, like, the alpha dog, although he's hit more game winners than all of them. Like, he's not it's not like a no-brainer that he's the one taking that shot, even if, like, on his own team, you know, he's always been willing to kick to the corner or make the right play type of deal.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and I think some people out there who still hate LeBron were probably critical of that. But at the end of the day, man, they got the win. Um, is there anything you would like to see change? I know some people were complaining about the fact that they scored on a um, – or they won the game on free throws. Would you like to see anything
1: change in that format? No, nah, not really. Um, I, I don't. That's not like something that I'm like passionate about. There.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I would have liked to seen them add in that uh, one ref that hates all the rocket players. <laughs> the white dude. I keep forgetting his name. But um, there's one ref that that they all got beef with. I wanted him in there just to make it more dramatic. But I, I thought overall it was a good show, um, top to bottom. I think the only complaint everybody universally had was the, the national anthem, but it could have been worse. It could have been Fergie. Could have been Fergie. Um, uh, so, I had a
1: complaint about Common, too. Oh, oh okay. So
0: what we're not going to do is insult Common and slander Dwayne Wade's high school legacy in the same podcast when this is a Chicago-based event, bruh.
1: This, it's a Chicago-based event. This dude said, where can I go? Tacumpo. like, get off the stage now. This ain't 1989. He tried to make this like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. He wanted to recreate the, I Used to Love Her so bad. Like, get out of that here.
0: That man has 35 letters in his last name.
1: Give well, him credit for coming up with ch-
0: something around with it.
1: He just took the last two letters. That don't rhyme.
0: <laughs> so you saying Common Common had a lumberjack Kaepernick type moment?
1: Um, I mean, I'm just saying, why is it happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the like,
0: NBA, what, the NBA was forcing an agenda, an issue, man. It was all Chicago based. Common is the only Chicago based rapper that's saying right now that we can understand outside of Chance, and Chance was doing, um. What is Kobe thing, the heck though? he
1: is. Throw some little I wanted to see some little dirt, some little bit. and so <laughs> little, <throw laughs> little throw my man G Hermo out there. What you mean? Chief Keys could have done.
0: <laughs> that is not the clean cut NBA that we know right now. That that's the NBA China wants us to see. So they can they can force us on this agenda to shut it down. That is not the NBA that Adam has has literally Died on the cross for it right, in some some form or fashion. That man, he's an amazing commissioner. I don't care what anybody says, man. He's a, he's amazing. Oh,
1: of course. To change
0: <laughs> the, the perspective of these thugs. Um, word to my man out there in Cleveland. He has been great, great. So no, we can't have no little dirt. We can't have no little anything. They lucky they got Lil Wayne. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead, because we, we're going to upset so many people. Man. I'm not going to spend any more legends. I'm not like you. I'm better now. All right, so let's roll into the NBA that we have right now, the current seating. Um There are some, some people that are on the bubble. There are some people that might be... Towards the top that could be dropping We could start with the East Because
1: everybody loves the East
0: Of course You got the Magic sitting in the A spot at 24-31
1: What we're not going to do Is talk about anybody from the Nets down Skip all that We're not about to (laughs) talk about No scenarios in which the Wizards Or the Bulls make the (laughs) playoffs That's not what we're doing That's not what we're doing today bud that's not what we're doing, man. It's just not... All right, all right, all right, man. All right. Bucks are 46 you want and 8. You want me to break down how the Ish Smith trade is going to change the landscape of the 8th spot in the East? Like, you... nah, you no, know, nah, man. I
0: wasn't even – look, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know I'm all about my play, Ish. I wasn't even going to go there. I was just letting people know what the standings were, and I was going to start at the top because some people might not know who's in the 7th the and 8th spot because yeah. they haven't really looked at it. But – all right, fine. We, we, we'll skip all that.
1: So we got <laughs> five sort of teams.
0: Sin. Yeah, I was gonna say we got five now, or
1: six
0: teams. The Pacers in there. Yeah. All right, we got five or six teams that, uh, and and I'm 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 just down on the Pacers right now. They owe me money. But we got five or six teams <laughs> that are in the mix <laughs> in the East. Pacers are six at thirty two and twenty 76ers are fifth at thirty four twenty one. The Heat coming in at fourth thirty five and nineteen. Celtics are third, thirty-eight and sixteen. And then the top two teams, the Raptors are second at forty and fifteen, and the Bucks are the number one team in the East at 46 and 8. Out of those six teams, is there any spot that you can see being switched?
1: Yeah, I can see the Sorry 76ers switching with the Pacers and the Olin Depot back. Um, I think the first two are pretty set in stone. I don't first see the Celtics catching the Raptors, even though they're playing good ball. I could see um, the 76ers and the Heat flip-flopping. Um, so that's that's that. Um, so those are really the three. I think four through six are interchangeable. I think the others are set.
0: The Heat just can't stay healthy, man. I mean, they got a decent squad. They just can't all, they can't bring it all together because they can't stay healthy. I mean, you can say that about the 76ers to some extent, too. They've been kind of banged up, but they just don't play well on the road. We we talked about this yesterday in the um, in the gambling podcast. Like they're just atrocious on the road. As a matter of fact, all the teams in the top six are bad on the road, except for the Raptors and the Bucks. Um, so what I'm looking at is I think the Pacers the Pacers are out of the six teams right now. They are the worst at three and seven in their last ten, um, and then the Heat are four and six in their last ten. Uh the seventy sixers are five and five and then uh Bucks and Celtics are eight and two and the Raptors are nine and one. So if there are some some changes to be made, I think four, five and six is definitely gonna be switched around. I can see the Pacers moving up as high as the four seed, um, because technically they're only what two, three games behind the heat right now. They're getting healthier, um and and I I really think they're a team that's gonna turn it around. I, I like what I saw uh when Olin Depot was hurt, they, they played with some really good balls, so I don't expect them to, to go too far down. Um there's no hope for anybody below the, the sixth spot. We'll just go ahead and say that. There's no hope. Um it is what it is <laughs> down there. Uh let's see if what what scenario do you see or I asked the question that um was asked of me last night.
1: Are the Bucks a clear-cut favorite to win the East? Uh, it's close or clear-cut. Um, I don't envision a scenario where any team besides Philly beats the Bucks in a seven-game series. That's what mm-hmm. I'll say. I don't think any other team is talented enough to beat them. I surely don't see the Celtics doing it. Like I don't think the Celtics have any shot. Um, and I just, I mean, as, as good a defensively as the Raptors are, I don't think they just have the horses to get it done. So unless seventy sixers get it together, I don't see any other team beating the Bucks. I think it's theirs to lose for sure. Okay.
0: What do you think is plaguing the seventy sixers? What's wrong with them? Why can't they get it right?
1: Uh well there's a couple things. One, they've been hurt. Like, um so like no Josh Richardson's a big deal and Beads missed a ton of games. Um so then there's that. And when you're hurt and you have three new starters, which they have this year. They have three entirely new starters that they're adding to the rotation. Um, So then there's that. And then they have zero spacing. I mean, like, you're playing two bigs, yet you basically have three bigs because Simmons can't shoot. So you're playing with three bigs in a modern NBA where everyone spaces the floor. Um, And then you have the just, like, fact that, like, only Ben Simmons really plays hard, like, There's only one person on that team that plays hard consistently, and that's Ben Simmons. I guess Richardson does and um, Matisse, if you want to count him. But that's why you see the difference in the road, because, like, they're unbeatable at home. As much as everybody wants to criticize them on the road, which is fair, like, they've lost two games at home, and they beat the Bucs, and they beat the Lakers, and they beat all these teams at home, too. So it's not a, a matter that they can't do it. It's just the inconsistency, and, like, the shots never fall on the road. So, Um, I think it's just kind of a combination. I do think getting, like, Alex Burke and Glenn Robinson will actually help them um, in the long run. Um, I think that was a good trade for them. They need some pop off the bench. Um, But they have to find shooting and timely shooting and people that can hit shots. Horford looks done. That looks like it was an awful contract signing. Um, But I think if they're healthy, um, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs because it's impossible to score on them sometimes.
0: So you say they need to find shooters, and, and that's kind of my gripe with the Bucks. Like, who do the Bucks turn to when they need shots? Because that's what hurt them last year, I think, is when the games got tighter in the playoffs and, and, and shots weren't falling, they didn't have a go-to person to kind of spark them to
1: keep it going. Yeah, so I think with the Bucks, um, what I would say is um, they have, veterans who have been there that I feel comfortable with hitting a shot. I think the biggest issue was that Giannis just completely couldn't hit any jumpers to loosen up the defense at all. So like I feel I feel comfortable with Wesley Matthews hitting the open three in a playoff game. I feel comfortable with Brooke Lopez hitting the three in a playoff game. I feel comfortable with Kyle Corver hitting the open three in a playoff game. I feel comfortable with George Hill hitting the open three in the playoff game. I feel comfortable with Chris Middleton hitting the open three in the playoff game. So they have a bunch of veterans who if you kick the ball out, I think they can knock down a shot. The problem was if they weren't even needing a double team for Giannis once they put Kawhi on him. He just kind of mm-hmm. like forced him into him, and he couldn't get through him. So like, if he's actually getting by people and creating open shots, then we're all good. But when Kawhi was on him and able to lay back, they just walled off, and he wasn't even creating offense for the team. So then you have none of those guys to create their own shot, but they surely can hit open shots. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so uh, <clears throat> let's roll over to the to the West. I think this is going to be a short conversation. Um, We'll go ahead and and start at the sixth spot again uh for this. And the sixth spot for the West, Thunder are thirty-three and twenty-two. Also note that the Mavericks are thirty-three and twenty-two in the seventh spot. Uh in the fifth spot, my favorite team, the Houston Rockets at thirty-four and twenty, probably the best team in the league, uh, at thirty-four and twenty. The Jazz are coming in at fourth at thirty-six and eighteen. <clears throat> The Clippers are third at 37 and 18, the Nuggets are second at 38 and 17, and then in the top spot, the Los Angeles Lakers at 41 and 12. What changes do you see in in this top 6?
1: Um I think the Rockets get to 4, I think the Clippers get to 2. Um and that's probably it. I think the Nuggets will stay at 3. Um, it'll be interesting to see who plays around with seedings based on where the Clippers are. I think a lot of teams mm-hmm. will want to be in that three spot instead of the like, so they'll want to be at six as opposed to four or five. If the Clippers are number two, I think you want to face the Nuggets in the first round. So it'll be interesting to see where teams kind of land in regards to that. Um, but I think I think the top five is cemented. The only change I see is I see the Jazz coming back to the pack a little bit. They were five and five in their last ten, so um, they were on that really hot streak. And I, I just don't think that's sustainable for them, even though I do think they're good. But I think there's only honestly, like I think there's only three teams in the West that really have a chance of doing anything.
0: Is I'm it impressive?
1: Honest.
0: Is it impressive that the Lakers or the Clippers have have won thirty seven games, and, and we can probably count on one hand how many times. Kawhi and PG have touched the floor at the same time?
1: No. I'm not that impressed. The Clippers, like, don't play defense half the time. They're lackadaisical. They walk through the motions. Like, they're super talented. So, no, I'm not impressed by that. Like, all the teams have had injuries. Like, Mike Conley hasn't played for the and You've seen ADL for the Lakers. And the Nuggets never have their guys. Like, Gary Harris is always hurt. Will Barton's always hurt. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Millsap have all been hurt. So, like, everyone's been, like, banged up in the top. So, I'm not impressed by the regular season Clippers, but by no means does that make me silly enough to not know what that looks like in the playoffs. So, last night I, I said the Clippers that Clippers give up 70 points in the first half.
0: So, like, I can't <laughs> I say knew you were no. going to go back to that. I just knew you were going to go back to that. Everybody's been tied up to their one bad game, man. That's not who they really are, though, 70 points. That's Bro, enormous. I saw that
1: they were doing that for a whole stretch at the beginning, like probably like four weeks ago. There was like three games where, like, they would just let teams get up. They were playing like like the like the Bron, um Cavs used to back in the day. It was awful.
0: I mean, their leader has an a, a NBA Finals hangover, man. Maybe it rubbed off on the rest of them. Maybe they just assumed that they can play lackadaisical, too.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a thing. Like, I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> don't it doesn't mean anything in my opinion.
0: Do you like the additions that the Clippers got um, with Reggie Jackson and, and Morris?
1: I hate Reggie Jackson, but Morris is a really good pickup for them. Um, they need, a, they do need a five. I don't know who their five is, so that would be my only thing.
0: Do you still hate Reggie Jackson for Oklahoma City stuff, or you just hate Reggie Jackson?
1: I mean, have you watched him play?
0: I mean, I haven't seen him play much because, well, why would anybody watch the Pistons?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you watch Reggie
0: Jackson play, I mean, <laughs> I don't I mean, watch I don't think bad teams. will be
1: out there getting minutes. He'll get punched in his face doing what he does on that squad. He's like a really poor man, Lou Williams at this point. So it's like you're uh, gonna with yeah, what you you're you
0: right. You're right. He he ain't gonna be able to to shut people out on this squad for sure. They'll definitely say something. Um. What about the Lakers? I, I was I was talking about this a little bit last night. I was a little disappointed in in their lack of movement um, for picking up players and stuff. Is is there anything the Lakers are lacking? Do you, Do you feel like this team is, is solidified themselves as as the actual best team in the NBA or, or or what's going on with them?
1: Um, I mean they're the best regular season team or. I guess the second best regular season team behind the Bucks. Um but yeah, they're lacking I mean they're it comes down to what do the other guys do. I mean, I think we know about Ya I think we know about Braun, I think we know about AD. I think we know how they're good they are when they're locked in defensively. But can they find enough two way players to be on the court to beat the Clippers when it matters? And so far the answer has been a resounding no. When it comes to that, can they find someone else that they can create their own shot besides LeBron um, at the end of games when it really matters and everyone's switching and they have Kawhi on them? Those are the two glaring things, and I don't think they have enough two-way players. Like, I don't think they have enough people that can play both ways to really be able to compete with that Clippers squad when it comes down to crunch time.
0: Yeah, I said the same thing actually last night that I, I was afraid of the the depth that they have um, simply because, I mean, is LeBron 80? And, and I mean, who's their next go-to guy? I mean, two people are not – it's just not going to be enough to beat that Clippers team. I'm I'm sorry. And then the way Kawhi plays LeBron sometimes, I mean, let's just be honest, we might not get much out of LeBron uh, in the sense of, of what the Lakers would need him to do from a points-per-game perspective. I mean, he's still going to influence the game with his rebounds and his brain and his and his assists. But, like, LeBron is going to have to score to, to really uh, push the Lakers over the top to beat this Clippers team in a seven-game series. And, I mean, look at the fact that there's really no home court advantage in that series either. I, it, it concerns me a little. I, I feel like if the Lakers could somehow avoid the Clippers, then by all means I'm, I'm all in on them. Coming out the west, but if they gotta play the Clippers, um, and I mean, God forbid the Clippers stay in the three spot, then we really got a problem. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it's like um, it's like you got you got Braun, Danny Green, and Davis. Like I trust those three. Yeah. And then it's like where do you get two more from? Like Kuzma. You know, Kuz is terrible, bro. Carl- Kuz is Carl- terrible. Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope. Like like Aver Bradley like what are we doing like like where's the where's the other ones coming from I just don't see it Yeah I, I
0: really hate I really hate to be critical of Kyle Kuzma but he's god awful coming off the bench as far as efficiency goes and and it, it, it's like dude imagine if you in a scenario where LeBron's got to rest for like 5 minutes and AD's twisted his ankle and has to go back to the locker room cuz we know this happens regularly and you got to put Kuzma on the floor against Lou Williams against Kawhi Leonard, and we're not going to include playoff Pete because he doesn't do much, but just blue in, in, in the claw. <laughs> it's going to be bad, man. It's going to be real oh, bad. Man. And I personally think Doc Rivers can coach circles around um, around their coach, too. So I don't know, man. I, I've got the Clippers coming out of the West. Um, I was invested in that pretty early, and I'm I'm sticking by that, kind of like what I did with the 49ers. Um, so – who do you have coming out of the West in the second half of the season?
1: Um, yeah, I got the Clippers, man. I want the Lakers. I don't want to see Kawhi get another one. But I, I, and there's nobody I'd put money on but the Clippers. All right. And then out of the East. I got the Bucks, man. I think it's Bucks Clippers. I think we see a remix of Giannis versus Kawhi for the crowd of who's the best player in the NBA. I was
0: hesitant to take the Bucks. Um, I'm still trying to cool. figure out where that's coming from. I know, I know, I know. I just, I don't know, man. I've just been so disrespectful to the Raptors. I feel like I got, <laughs> I got to stick with them, man. I, I actually like the Raptors. Mm. Um, I know. It's, it's, yeah, that's and and the only man. reason why. Like I, a... the, it was Van Fleet and, and the energy that they bring. I mean, Lowry's god-awful in the playoffs, and I should have been thinking about that, because they're not going to get anything out of him. Um, but I just thought, you know, Van Fleet and, and the other African guy, which I keep jacking up his name. Oh, Siakam. But, uh, yeah, Siakam. I just like him. Um, so, it'd be nice if they could get some kind of quality minutes out of Marcus Hall, but it looks like he's done, done. So, Probably too much, honestly, to ask them to beat the Bucks because the Bucks are playing at a high rate. They're playing confident, um, and and they've got a little bit more consistency in their in their scoring than they have had in the past. So, um, if for some reason the Bucks don't get it done this year, is it time for Giannis to think maybe I need to go somewhere else?
1: Yeah, because they have no cap flexibility. I can't believe they let Michael Brogdon go and then expect to have a team. Like you, you can't let you can't let Brog to go. Uh, like borderline all star, and then like yeah. expect him to resign. If like I mean they've done they've done a lot. Like they got his brother. They did what they're supposed to do on that front. It seems like he's a different type of dude. Um, I've actually heard Toronto as a place for him because of the, just the international vibe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that if he gets rocked again, he he's got to start looking at it. I just don't want Golden
0: State. I'll be so sad if he goes to Golden State. I don't want him to go to Golden State. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to entertain that idea of him going to Golden State because I would just <laughs> I would be so bad. I, mean, <clears throat> I would I, I would mean, go like across the deep. street. I would go across the street, ring Chase's doorbell and when he opens the door punch him in the face. <laughs> I would be that bad. <laughs>
1: I don't want I to mean, see. I mean, we looking at three, four in a row for him and, and go to state. God, and then they're going to
0: have they're going to have the uh the picks too to make a trade.
1: That's what I'm saying, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And they're going to rehab, they gonna rehab Wiggins. And, oh, of course. They're going to rehab Wiggins just enough for people to be like, "Oh. Watch. Watch what I tell you. He's going to be just good enough for people to go, "Oh my.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. All right, so um, we got, like, 10 minutes left. We're going to end with this last segment, um, which is affectionately called Houseway. I had a soundbite for that, but for some reason, because blog talk is blog talk, is not loading up. So Houseway, the way it works is I'm going to ask you one, two, three, four questions today, and then you're going to give us a reason as to how. Like, you got you got to have the answers for it, all right? First question is got you. how can how can the Rockets solidify themselves as a championship contender with a small lineup?
1: Give Westbrook the ball.
0: <laughs> this is serious. We we have got a serious segment, bro. You you gotta take this serious I, I
1: know honestly though, honestly though, has the team not come together since Westbrook has been the lead one attacking and they stopped that hard and ISO stuff. The ball moves more. They want the small Westbrook's getting Easy shots, attacking the defense, making better decisions. When you stop shooting so many threes, you stop giving up fast break points as much. Like, the team does look differently. We've seen it work. We saw them beat the Lakers with the small ball team. This is not, like, something that's just completely foreign. Like, I love the Robert Covington edition. Like, they needed a little bit more scrap. And now they have, like, an identity. Like, I feel like in the past, like, we called these Rockets teams soft. And, like, now while they shoot a ton of threes, they still have an identity. Like, you have people that you would never call punks. Like, you would never say P.J. Tucker's a punk. Like, you don't, no one's going to call Westbrook soft and a punk. No one's going to say Robert Covington soft and a punk. Like, they have an identity of these hard-nosed, Daniel House, they have an identity of these hard-nosed guys who going to play hard, and that just looks very different from past Rockets teams who you think of, no defense, no grit, etc. So, I think it does look different. I, I think that it's like I don't think they can do it, but like if there's any way to like kinda trick the system when you like aren't as talented as this. It's like all right, we're gonna just go turn the sliders all the way this way. Good luck. If everyone shoot threes anyway, we're gonna shoot more than everyone, we're gonna play harder than everyone. We're gonna still get layups, we're gonna space you out. You can't guard us, we can't guard you, but we're gonna play harder, we're gonna shoot more threes, and we like our math on that. All
0: right. Um how can the Clippers overtake the Lakers? In the...
1: I want to hear what oh. your thoughts are. On that.
0: What I think, about... <laughs> I think? I think that um, in order for for the, the Rockets to um, to really solidify themselves as contenders again, uh, it, it starts with defense, and we talked about this a little bit in the group, but I'm under the impression my def- defensive philosophy when it comes to basketball is that ultimately it's about effort. Like guys have got to have some energy. You gotta play with some effort. Doesn't necessarily mean you gotta get up in somebody's grill and and, and jump lanes and things like that. You just have to be aware. And the the thing with the Rockets and the thing about Harden and, and one of my complaints about him is he's not really a leader. And I will give Russell Westbrook full credit in that one aspect. If he can't lead with his voice, he will lead by example. You've never seen him quit. You've never seen him not hustle. Matter of fact, his worst games, for as an efficiency standpoint, is probably his most energetic games. He really commits himself to the moment, to the game. There's there's never a, a loss of focus, and I think that this year the Rockets can can lean on him in these playoff games and in these tough games. It might not be the, the prettiest. Uh, but they they do have somebody that they can now turn to um, that's not going to quit on them and not going to fade when they play a team like a Spurs team without Kawhi Leonard, you know, because Harden has had some embarrassing losses uh, in his playoff tenure with the Rockets, and and I don't think they're going to run into anything like that this year with Westbrook. I do like the Covington uh, Covington addition. Um, He plays with some grit, and he's not a bad three-point shot himself, um, he should get more open looks <clears throat> in this system. Um, he's also got the athletic ability to keep up with uh, guys when they do run the break, and, and he's not scared to get in the mix. Um, he's good on help defense as well. Uh, I, I worry that PJ Tucker's just old man, and, they, and they're running him a lot. You know, and he's he's old, and he's playing against bigger guys. Like, what's what's gonna? How's he gonna hold up? on the workload that he has now playing against these heavier guys or bigger guys in, in these matchups. And it's a delicate situation in Houston, as far as like, if they get in foul trouble, who they going to turn to If they go against a, a good big um, that might could give him problems. What, what, what could happen with that? But at the end of the day, you would hope that their shooting ability would negate any size disadvantage that they would have. And, um, I think it is Westbrook's team at this point. I think they are a better team when Westbrook is, is running the team. Not necessarily the point, but actually running the team, controlling the team. Um I think Harden Harden, you just can't trust the guy no more, man. He's just mentally not there on a lot of nights that they really need him. And what is he like Well, there was one game he was like one for thirteen or something like that from three point range?
1: Like, One game, that sounds like multiple games.
0: Yeah, see, like, as long as he buys into this this concept of him taking a backseat, per se, to Westbrook, it should be fine. I, I mean, championship contender is a stretch, but we've seen crazier things happen. They've got the pedigree um, if they if they catch people at the right time. I, I would hate to see them match up against the Lakers in the seven-game series. Um, and then I would also hate to see them match up against Patrick Beverly, 'Cause Russell Westbrook is gonna get tossed that game. He's gonna or tossed a couple games, man. He just Patton he gets in his head, man. So um but they could definitely True. in my mind move up as high as the three seed and, and I wouldn't wouldn't be shocked at that at all. Um they are a team that I expect to surge in the second half a little as well. I don't expect them to drop much at all. Um so yeah. That's as positive as I'm gonna get. Maurice isn't on the podcast, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, the next houseway. Um we kinda talked about this, but not necessarily in depth. How can the Bucks create more confidence that this year won't look like last year in the sense of, of their playoff appearance?
1: It's all on Giannis. He has to he has to be the same Giannis when the game shortens, when the game tightens up, when more attention's focused on him, he has to be the same. Giannis. When you build an entire offense around somebody and then that doesn't look the same, it's going to collapse. We saw this in Cleveland with LeBron before he got a jumper, really, and before he was able to really dissect and get buckets in the post and really rely on his jumper at the end of games. Like it just looked different at the clutch in games and like, Until Giannis navigates that and can really figure out how to do that, then it's all on him. Now, if we get to a situation where his team magically, they start just shooting horribly and the defense doesn't scale, like, then, yeah, we're going to see some issues. But, like, I feel like they have contingency plans. Like, I'd be worried and nervous if they were just relying on Eric Bledsoe, but they have George Hill. Like I'd be super nervous if they had to just rely on Chris Middleton, but they got a Cal Korver. Like they have people that can hit shots, and even the or Deen Dian, Like these are guys that can hit open shots. They have so many shooters, so many ways to space the floor. They're so good on defense, so active. Like it's on Giannis. Like he has to be the guy. He is, People are under understating how good he's been this year. Like, it is a travesty that people aren't talking about just how good Giannis has been this year. Like, he made another jump, like a crazy jump. Like, Giannis is playing, like, first year Miami LeBron, like, just otherworldly. Like, we haven't seen anyone this good in a long, long time. And I don't think anyone's really talking about it because, like, they see his numbers, right, and you're like, oh, like, like, he's the man, right? He's, like, 30 and 14. Like, that's crazy. 30, 14, or 6. But then you see he's only playing 30 minutes a game because they blow everyone mm-hmm. out.
0: Like, imagine mm-hmm.
1: if he's playing the 34, 35 minutes a game that most superstars play, what those numbers would look like. They would look, like, better than Shaq. Like, like they would look crazy. Like, no one's done 35 and 15, just like Elgin Baylor, like they would look like that. So I think people are underestimating just how good he's been. And if he stays that up in the playoffs, I don't think they have an issue. If he comes back down to like under everyone's level, if he's not on Kawhi and bronze and where KD is, and he's like a second tier superstar in the playoffs, then they're in some trouble.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I think that the the main thing that they need to do is just stay the course. Uh, stay the forty six and eighteen that they are right now and, and continue to win the games that they need to win. Um I would worry more if they started playing down the competition, but I haven't seen too much of that this year. Um so the goal is for them to get out of the East. I think they've got enough to do that. Um I'm not too worried about a drop off in Giannis um because I, I think he's he's cleared that hurdle confidence wise and ability wise. And, um, he's already shown that, um, if you leave him open, he can consistently not get any shots. Um, so there is obviously some room for him to, to grow, which is scary to say, because like you said, he's probably playing the best that we've seen a player in a very, very long time. Um, but there's still room for him to grow, especially with his mid range game a little, but he's got time to do that. Still. He's, he's still very young. I don't think people realize that either. Um, he came. He come in when he was like seventeen, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. He was pretty young. Yeah,
1: seventeen. Yeah, it's like basically eighteen.
0: Yeah. So um, it it has been it has been a joy to watch him grow though into this player. I would have never dreamed that he would have turned into this type of uh, superstar. Um, I definitely knew from his physical appearance that he had the uh, ability to be uh, something special. But for him to to mature like he has done and and really hit the league like he's hit it, um, has been great. Great to watch. And what a lucky find by the Bucks, honestly. If you go by the story that people were viewing him on a VHS tape <laughs> as far as the film goes. I mean could have been a wizard. So yeah. <laughs> um I, I just like I said, I just need to see more consistency from them. Um other than that, I, I think they are the team to beat in the uh in the East and You've named some great guys like George Hill, people they didn't really have that they could lean on last year, George Hill, some of their contributors off the bench. Um, it appears to be a lot deeper than the Ilya team and things like that. So um, hopefully they keep that momentum going. Um, so – we had a couple other questions, but we covered those, um, so I'm not going to ask you that. Next week I'll make sure I, I, we get a little bit more in-depth. This is just the first show back. We just started games this week, so there isn't much to talk about other than the what if and what could be. Um, so just to recap briefly at the end, we, we both like the Clippers coming out of the West, and then he likes the Bucks, and, and I like the Raptors. But don't hold me to the Raptors. It'll probably change in a couple weeks. But um, right now, that's where we stand.
1: Uh, any closing remarks, Corey? No, I kept it light for y'all this week. I um, wanted to keep it professional, but I'll have some slander for y'all in coming weeks. I'm going to keep it truthful on y'all.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going we gonna to ease them into it. We're going to ease them into it. Definitely going to be far more confrontational as we get going, when games start getting going and, and we have different perspectives of what we're seeing, and I'm sure Corey stats will appear on Westbrook because I got slandered for him for days, uh, but I look forward to it, bro. Um, we will be back next week probably at 9 o'clock because Tristan comes back, but I'll let you know uh, and also post it in the group, all right? Sounds good. All right, this has been the IBS weekly NBA podcast. This has been our first episode. This is IBS Jesus signing off.